0: They're winning! There is a fountain that drowns sorrows, there is an ocean deeper than fear, the tides rise, rise. what being in love with you sounds like it's radical it's not quiet your love wasn't quiet you didn't back down you didn't say that's enough i can't do it Jesus, you No voy. with you. And this is where I'm meant to be me and you and you and me say me and you. God has already, He's already approved of me. See this is where this is where I'm meant to be Oh, come on, and lift your voice, lift your voice. You're worthy, you're worthy of my praise. All I have, all I have, all I have. Oh, come on, don't look to the next thing, just look in his eyes and say, Oh.
1: trio and my goodness if you're not worthy if you're not giving if you're not too much It asks of us, we want to know you. Tonight our hearts are open and we decide what ground we are. We won't be stony ground that's hard. And when something's said, they say, I don't like that, throw it away. We won't be letting the enemy steal the seed of the word of God that's gonna be preached tonight by being distracted by our shopping list or what's happening with the kids or what's happening at home or what I'm going to face tomorrow. We're not going to do that. We decide, we decide, we won't be thorny ground where we allow the cares of this life and the deceitfulness of other things and riches and things that are temporal, steal the eternity you want to put in our hearts tonight. We will be good ground. We decide tonight to be good ground. Ground that hears and receives the word and it's planted in our hearts and we do something with it and it produces 30, 60, and 100 fold. We declare that tonight. Somebody say, I'm good ground. I decide I'm good ground. I will produce a harvest 30, 60, a hundredfold, I won't be able to contain the fruit of what I'm about to get. Somebody give one more praise in this place tonight. My, 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 my mom. Hey. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this? No, no, no. Uh, 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 uh. I'm telling you, I'm excited. I've been excited all day. You can ask, "Oh, my bad. I'm sorry, pastor." I'm sorry, pastor. See, look there. I'm jumping the gun.
2: Oh my. Hello, there you are. All right. You you are speaking. I just I just want to give a little intro. No, you you go. Yes. You good. Just want to give a little intro. Hello, Woo! ladies. Hello. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna cry. It's all right. So the Lord gave me a word some time back. And um, and I want to share it with you. And in Exodus 33 we're just going straight there. Hey Francine. Love you. I'm glad you came tonight. And Exodus 33 is the chapter where um, Moses asked God to see his glory. And, and um, Pastor Greg taught uh, this past Wednesday night, he taught us about what happened when God spoke to Moses and said, I'm going to hide you in the cleft of the rock. And, and when he passes by, you know, he's in a proclaim himself and and what those words meant. And he just did a wonderful job in um, explaining how that when we declare those words, um, it's it should be like we're looking in a mirror. When we proclaim the word of God over our life, it should be us proclaiming. Proclaiming who we are—that's what God. That's what God did, and um, and it was really good. And went with the theme of Wonder Woman, and um, but I just sensed a stirring in my heart this morning in this chapter as I was reading over it. How that in uh, verse eight it says, "Whenever Moses went out to the tent." And worship, each at his tent door. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks to his friend. And when Pastor Rebecca spoke last night, I hope that you heard what she said when she said, we lead from a place of worship. We lead from a place of worship that this is, this is God's desire in how he created us, that if we are going to represent him in this world and, and to be truly who we are, which is carriers of him, carriers of his glory, then we must be worshipers. We must be worshipers. And as we go through this life... God, or or people, people need to see us worshiping. Okay, so when they see us worshiping, it doesn't necessarily mean we're on the floor and uh, extolling God or even say, bless the Lord, or uh, uh, clapping our hands or singing a song. It, It doesn't even, it doesn't mean that. It means that when they see us, they see God. That's the difference. And let me tell you, the world needs to see God. The world needs to see God like they have never seen Him before. And the church has got to rise up. We, the women of God, have to rise up. Just like Moses rose up. And when he went to that tent, those people knew. Every man, woman, and child in the whole Uh, All of Israel pointed, they set their face to watch what would happen. They watched God, they watched the glory of God come down. They watched Jesus the Lord come down and commune with Moses. Talk face to face with him. And this is what God has always desired. Was to commune with his people. To dwell with them. This is what God desired. Worship begins with him and it ends with him. And he is so wonderful and so glorious and patient to let us (laughs) find him. To let us find him and be patient in our all that we are. This season of my life, I have really been, um, what's the word, um, exposed or uh, just immersed in the uh, reality of our human frailties. We fall so short in every way and dimension. We just need him so we need him so desperately. And um, so these words, these scriptures that I just read to you are a word from God for us in this moment and in this uh, event. In this time together, God wants us to see ourselves like Moses. Because here's, here's the reality You, as a woman of God, are a deliverer. You are a rescuer. You were born to save. You were born to strengthen. You were born to set the captives free. You were born, everything that Jesus did, you were born to do. You were designed to do. And anytime you're not doing that, You are lost. You are lost as a goose. You are lost and you don't understand why it feels like you're flailing about. Because you weren't meant for that. You were meant to be a carrier of the glory of God. We're meant for so much more. But just like she said last night, we just settle for the crumbs. We just settle for the crumbs when we are the daughter of the king we are daughters of the king and he desires us to rise up rise up and worship rise up and be who god has called us to be and you know it's different for all of us and and um, and miss rebecca dill you know a good job talking generally about um, about what I'm talking about, uh, I'm trying to define, <laughs> trying to get there and define it myself. Um, Any time, you, you know, she was talking about how the, we're all leaders because God has, uh, wants us to disciple and lead others. So in that respect, we are all called to be leaders and lead people to Jesus. But obviously, we all represent him differently in that line, how, how we're going to carry that out. And my heart in, in Wonder Woman this year was to exhort you in the fact of, um, of being yourself, but ah, being yourself is just not, is so subpar to what God is trying to say you know I wasted a lot of years comparing myself to Greg and you know I I, we all fall victim to this we all compare ourselves with people with others man and woman a lot we just we just do because once again those human frailties they they just get us our humanity but um I was distracted by that I was blinded by that and we cannot allow the enemy to to do that um I want to say that what I have found out is that God has a place for me God has a place for me, and that is why on our cards and our advertising, we did the little empty chair with the mic because you have something to say. You have something to say. You have something to give. You have a gift. You are a gift. And God wants you to wake up and rise up to that reality. And to stop being down in the crumbs and rise up to the reality of who we are. Who we are. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying specifically, I'm, spe- I'm saying even beyond, I know that who I am in Christ, that, that's a reality. Um, but I am saying even more detailed than that. And God will take you through those things. God will walk you through every little avenue, as it were, as to, um, you know, to get you to that. Uh, obviously, we're on a journey. We don't ever arrive, as it were, and it isn't like we're leveling up. It's just that we are getting to know him. When we find him and get to know him, that was, that was Moses' cry of his heart I want to know you, show me your glory, show me your beauty, show me your goodness. And I believe this is our, the cry of our heart for for uh, the church is for greater glory. For greater glory, not for us, but that he would be seen through us. Greater and greater and greater and greater. And so... Um, it's extremely important that we join God on this journey of Him um, showing us our our place in Him, and and I I am saying uh, I hope you hear what I'm saying. You know, all the chairs have a place. And Obviously, they're all identical, but here we're all sitting in di- in different chairs. And if this just represents where we are in the body of Christ, say just to say, just to have locality, or just for an example, you know, what I found being married to Greg, and and we oh we just had such a rough time when we. Started the church, or I did. I just struggled so much because we are different. We are different. And, and what I found out is that neither, you know, not, it wasn't that I was wrong or he was wrong. One was wrong and one was right. It's that we each had different, we were coming from different directions. We had different perceptions. We're different. But it was meant to complement each other. And instead of butting heads, we were meant to be a power team. And we complement each other. And this is how we should see ourselves in the body of Christ and in the church. We are different on purpose so that we complement. I excel when you excel. I excel, and I can see more clearly who I am to be when you see clearly who you're to be. It just works that way, just like when Pastor Kevin or any of the ministers are in the pulpit and sharing their heart or sharing the word that God's. There, it's just lights is coming off in me that I wouldn't have otherwise, and the um, and then the. Uh, when we're all together, what is that called? Ecclesia, yes, the corporate anointing is just off the charts. Yes. Off the charts easy because we're all in unison going in the same directions seeking God. And so I hope that I did not take too much time, Miss Candace, and I wanted to exhort us and uh, give direction on what, uh, what God wants for us uh, in this season. And that um, w- when I say it's been a struggle for me, I, uh, you have no idea how bad I struggled um, with being okay. Be, not being okay. with um, You know, God has a place just for us. Just for us. And let, let me just go a little further. Just for me. He has a place just for me. And and you know what? The place God has for you, no one can feel it like you do. No one feels it like you do. And so you need to be honest about who you are, who God, what God has put on your heart, the desires He's put in your heart. And, and um, pay attention to those desires. Because... Uh, God made you on purpose. He did. God made us on purpose, and he uh, designed us just intricately. And, you know, the things, I will never be Greg Hurd. I will never teach like that man. I will never care about things that this man cares about, okay? We are different. We are different as night and day. But when you put us together, And we can get stuff done. But all this time, we just, you know, could not figure it out. I could not figure it out. But when I just forgot all that and just said, I'm just going to love God, then light started coming. I started getting revelation and answers. Started learning, started actually enjoying and, and walking with God on the journey instead of going against Him. And so, Miss Candace, come on up here, dear. And I want you to know God put this little woman on my heart for, for this time together. And um, I'm just going to pray for her right now. Lord, I just thank you for this girl. I thank you for the gift that she is, Lord. And we just draw upon this gift right now. I just thank you for great utterance in the Holy Spirit. And I thank you that she is going to do what you want to do tonight, God. We're here for you. We're not here for anything else. We came to hear you. So I just thank you for each and every woman in the house tonight that light and revelation will flood their lives, flood their heart, and their spiritual eyes will be open like never before, that you will come alive. The dreams and visions and desires will just ignite and be set on fire tonight by the words that come forth in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Praise God! don't make me cry. Cry again, big cry baby. That's all right. I don't care. I don't apologize. I'm not. I'm not sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm not. Y'all, I'm so excited to be here. I can't even tell you. Like, ask my mom. She drove down with me, and the whole way down, I'm like, oh, mom, this, that, and the other. <laughs> you know, I'm telling her everything. I'm so excited. And then even like on the way here, I, and we got here, and everybody's, you know, like setting things up and everything, and I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, ask them. They're like, are y'all right over there? I'm like, yep, yep, I'm good, good. <laughs> Just real excited. Real excited. because Okay, so, where do I start? So, 2020, some people would say was a horrible year, you know, and it was not fun. The things that transpired. Eh, don't want to go through that again. Let's not do that. So, but, If you allowed God, and if you still allow him, he will pull you away from all the distraction and the mess and the noise and the who is marrying who in Hollywood and all that mess. And he will take you to a place where you never thought that you could go. So 2020, he was like, hey, You know, I think the end of 2019 was talking to me about his voice, his voice, his voice, his voice. Is is it not important to hear my voice? Isn't it important? So I was like, yeah, I want to hear your voice more. I want to hear your voice. And he's like, okay, all right, I'm going to take you there. Let's go there. So pastor started talking about, I think in the summer of 2019, praise and worship. And not praise and worship in the church necessarily, but praise and worship in your life. In your house. And I was like, you know. Why am I not doing more of that? I mean, I'm doing it. I am. I got one song and one song. You know how we do? We're like, okay, Jesus, my praise and worship song, and then my worship song. And then we read the Bible. You know, like, that's, that's what we do, right? Like We do that. And he's like, I want to do something else. And I'm like, Okay. And at first, you know, cause the devil's saying, you don't know what something else he's talking about, girl. I don't know if you want to do all that. You know what I mean? Like, what's it going to look like? What's it going to be? What's it going to, you know, and your mind, your mind's like, what am I going to have to give up God? (laughs) Right? Right. That's what your mind does. And God, God said, just, just trust me. Just trust me. I'm going to take you there. So then about 20, summer 2020, I was telling mom this, because she asked, when did things change for you? So we were talking, and I like, I can talk forever, just, just so you know. So you catch me outside, you might not be saying, how about that? You say, are you done? <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So he, he told me, I'm going to show, during my worship time, I'm talking to him. Right? We're praising, we're worshiping. I'm on my knees, you know, legit, because he started telling me, you know, you know you do something different if you want to see something different. So I'm on my knees and I'm praising and I'm worshiping. And he goes, "Um, I'm going to take you to intimacy. Okay. I said, okay. You know, because I thought like, what does that look like? What is that? What is that? Oh, intimacy. All right. Okay. So as he started taking me more and more, he was like, it's not going to look like other people think it should look. He said, if I lay you flat on your face and you're with me and your husband, kids, whatever, walk in, what are you gonna do? Jump up? I was just with God, sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are, are you gonna just, you hear them, are you gonna stay with me? Or are you gonna be afraid of intimacy? Sometimes we don't get it. We don't get what God wants to do with us. You don't have to. I got a car. I don't know nothing about my car. Then I put the key in and it has nice heated seats and, whoo, you know, I get cold. I can be warm. You know what I'm saying? I don't need to know how it works. I just need to get in and enjoy the ride. And that's what you got to do. I love how Pastor Karen talked about the cloud because I was asking God, you know, because Pastor Greg is like the title king. He's like, the craft. And I'm like, oh, you know you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. You know, he's got these great titles. And so I'm like, God, give me a good title. I'm like, okay, how about this one? He's like, no. Nah. I'm like, all right. ooh, ooh, how about this one? He's like, yeah. So I got like, you know, after your third or fourth suggestion, you're like, fine. You know what I mean? Like, you don't like my suggestions? I'm gonna go to the bathroom, go, you know, just gonna go to the bathroom. I'm in the bathroom and I'm quiet. Imagine that. (laughs) And, uh, he said, I want you to call it the cloud. What does pastor Karen talk about? First thing Moses and the cloud. So God delivers the children of Israel, right? It is a huge deal very big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a big thing. So he delivers the children of Israel. He takes them out. He is so in love with them. Come on. If you don't care about something, you're not gonna go all that trouble. So he takes them out of there. They get to the mountain and legit, everybody is standing there and Moses is so excited. I see him as excited. He knows he's seen God. He's talked to God. Burning bush wasn't just like a, you know, it wasn't just like a, a big lighter. You know, God's not doing that. It was an experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, like, oh, you know, He's like, I am, who I'm like, oh, you know. <laughs> and, but then Moses understood you're not here to kill me, you're here to love me, you're here to use me. Ooh, I want more of this. Moses knew God. Yes. So when they took him to Mount Sinai and God showed up, He wasn't showing up like Zeus.
0: sinners,
1: you know, like that's not what he was doing. He was showing up so excited, but God is God. So what was it? Thunder and lightning and, you know, tempest. And I'm sure God was like, woo. Now Moses, listen, this is paraphrase. This is Candace paraphrase. Mom said I should have a CRV, Candace Romero version. And that's fine. So you might get some of that tonight, CRV. So God is like, Moses, I'm so excited. He's like, they're gonna come, but don't let them run up here. Cause they'll all die. Not because I can't stand them. <laughs> Deodorant, son. Deodorant. You know, that's not what he's saying. Not because I can't stand them, but because I'm I, I'm God. And there's a sin problem right now. Yeah. But I want them to know me. So keep them, keep them in a distance just a minute. They need to be holy. They need to consecrate themselves. Just don't let them run up and try to. I'm gonna tell you. Everybody had seen the plagues, right? People are like, let your people go, you know, and they're gone, you know? So they have this wrong perception of God when he shows up yeah. and they only see the lightning and the thunder and the cloud. And I mean, it was the glory. It wasn't just a, well, oh, you, you know, that wasn't what it was. It was the glory of God. And so God is so excited to see them. And he's like, just tell them not to run up and, and, Moses is like, hey guys, hey, come on, come on, come on up, but not too close. But God wants, this is, he is so here. He's so ready. Are you guys ready? What if your leader told you, you see this tempest cloud and all that, come on guys. You're know, you like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I don't, I don't know about that. Right. What would you do? Many of us wouldn't want to go in the cloud, but there was, there was so much excitement. God loved his people. He loved them. God is holy. He can't have anything to do with sin, but Jesus wasn't sent yet. And Jesus made certain, I mean, because Jesus wasn't sent, they would have died. They were born into sin. That's how it was. Thanks a lot, Adam. Don't blame Eve. Adam was the man. I'm just saying. We are Wonder Woman. I gotta say that. Everybody's like, thanks, Eve. Now, now, the whole period thing, I could probably do without that. You know, but maybe she hadn't blamed the snake. I don't know. But that's all right. I'm sure I'll forgive her once I get there. So, Huh. There were people, Leviticus and Deuteronomy. Anybody got lost in those and been like, uh, right. How many of us have been there? Like it is heavy stuff. It's like, so five bulls, two turtle doves and a partridge. And you know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot Leviticus and, and Deuteronomy. And so even with all that, if you pay attention, you'll see not just Moses saw God. Moses wasn't the only one who had a relationship with God because God wasn't like, Moses has the backstage pass. The rest of you, Come on. Come on. sorry for your look. They could have all had a relationship with God. They could have all gone to the secret place. Yes. Come on. They didn't want to do it God's way. They wanted to do it their way. That's right. So it didn't work, yeah. but they let fear get in the way. We are all called to the secret place. He's not just saying that, pastor, Karen, pastor, Rebecca, pastor, Lloyd. they have a pass. Everybody else. I don't know. Did you shower today? You know what I mean? Like God is not doing that. He wants to know us. Jesus. Good news. Y'all Jesus made a way. For us to walk in the glory of God and into that cloud and to know our father God, daddy God, as Moses knew him. And more than that, because you have the Holy Ghost living on the inside of you, a very part of the Godhead himself. Oh, my. Yeah, come on. We are we're to be intimate with the presence of God and the glory of God, not just here. At your house, in your car, at your work. All day, all the time. Well, that's good for Pastor Karen and you, Candace. That's just nice. But, you know, I work. I got time for, I mean, where am I going to find time for all that? One of the funniest things I've ever heard. Please don't say this to your pastor. What do you do? If it's not Sunday, what what do you do? And if they could show you a video of what they do during the week, it would look like, (ировать) you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Don't ask that question. I got a full-time job. You make time for what you consider important. And he wants you to make time for him. Well, how long are your devotions in the morning? Cause I mean, I've got about 20 minutes I could give God. I mean, do I, I, you know, I have time to have a deep relationship? You know, I don't know if I got time for that. You don't have relationships? Anybody? I know y'all are married, some of y'all. I'm just saying, you, may, you make time for your man. You better take me on a date. am you know, I, I, I wine and dimey, baby, but you know, the non-alcoholic grape juice type stuff, that, that kind of stuff. Your best friend? Bestie date. I have bestie dates. I have dates with my mom. I make time. Make time for your kids? Make time for him. Is he not important? Y'all, I know we sang that song, Make Room. Last time I was here, I will make room. For you to do whatever you want to. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is a gentleman. He's not going to push the door open. Well, hello. Right here. Netflix. He's not going to push the door open. He's a gentleman. But you take one step to him, and he's going to tackle you. I'm going to tell you right now. I love what she said. You have a place. A specific point, and he's calling us away to that place. There's a couple things you need to know if you're going to go there, and you need to go there. I'm going to tell you, there ain't nothing like it. You got to go. Amen. He wants you. Yes. I don't care what you think about yourself. He wants you. Okay, how many of y'all know Song of Solomon? Anybody know the book Song of Solomon? It's in the Old Testament, right after Ecclesiastes. You know. Vanity, vanity, all vanity, all that. Then, skip that. And then, well, I mean, it's good stuff. Don't skip it all. I'm not saying God's word isn't good. Sorry about that. But in between Isaiah, right? So that's where you're going to find it. Maybe your pages are sticking together. I don't know. But Song of Solomon is legit. Why? Because it's not just a psalm, a love song from Solomon to one of his men and women. It's Jesus to you. It's Jesus to you. I read New King James quite a bit and ESV. I like those. It talks about the Shulamite. That's you. So just put, put you there. You know, that's you. When you read it, that's me, right? So Song of Solomon two, ten 10 through 11. I'll give you time to get there. Song of Solomon 2. Ten through eleven. You there? Say hey. Oh, I got okay. All right, all right. <clears throat> my beloved speaks and says to me, "Arise, my love, my beautiful one, and come away, for behold, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone. Oh, my dove in the clefts of the rock, in the crannies of the cliff." What's he talking about? Y'all know? Nice little mountain cabin. What's that? What's up with that? He's talking about the secret place. Yeah. Where, did, where did Moses get hidden? In the cleft of the rock. He's talking about the secret place. He said, I want you to come be with me. Yeah. You are so beautiful. Come on, y'all. He feels this way about you. Yes. He feels this. You, you gotta understand, the veil has been torn and he wants you to come away with him. Yeah, he tore it on purpose. It wasn't just like, oops. He did it on purpose. He wants to be with you. He's calling us. Okay, so you're in praise and worship, right? You're in church and you're raising your hands and all the presence is like, fuck. It's so good, right? And you're like, oh God, I'll do anything, Jesus. I'll do anything for you. And the still small voice on the inside says, okay, girl, get up a little earlier in the morning. I want you to go to bed early and get up at 4.30 and spend time with me. Oh no, Jesus. Jesus, you're you're breaking up. I just, I can't, I can't. There's a bad, there's a bad. He said, I said, I said, I'd like you to get up in the morning at 4.30 and spend time with me. And you say, did I hear that? I don't know if I heard it. He's calling us away. He's calling us away. He's calling you to fall in love with him. Do we have any idea how he feels about us? Besides just, he went to the cross and he died, which took a lot. It took a lot. Song of Solomon 2. We're gonna stay there for a minute. Song of Solomon 2, 14. Go down to 14. He feels like this about you. About you. Let me see your face. Let me hear your voice. For your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Sounds like a man in love. I can't sing, Jesus. He said, "Stop. You're so beautiful. Just come to me. I just want to spend time with you. I love hearing you say my name. I love it. He longs to hear your voice. You have no idea how much he loves, but you can. Y'all seen DJ? He plays the guitar. First thing in the morning sometime, he don't think I look beautiful. He's like, he, you, know I mean? you know what I mean? He said, oh, girl. <laughs> now, see, if I say that, he, he going to make his joke. He said, you know, if a husband turns over and he sees his wife in the morning and he says, woo, then he can turn over and go back to sleep. She's going to get up. She's going to take a shower. She's going to put her makeup on. She's going to get fixed. If she turns over and looks at him and goes, hey, she better just get up because they didn't get any better. Now, my man is sexy. I mean, I'm just saying. I love my husband. But he's never gonna, God is never gonna be like, girl, listen, I know it's, it's morning and you're coming to be with me. You got some breath. It's kicking like a five-legged samurai. You have got to go brush your teeth. God is not gonna do that.
0: He loves you just
1: like you are. Yes. Just like you are. Song of Solomon 4, turn to Song of Solomon 4, verse 9. Mm. Four, nine. When you dare say, hey. 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 You have ravished my heart. My sister, my spouse, you have ravished my heart with one look of your eyes, with one link of your necklace. You have ravished my heart. People get so caught up in all of the like, your hair's like a flock of goats. Oh, come on. No, listen, y'all. You're focused on the wrong stuff. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to read stuff like, you know, it's like a tower of ivory and it's just like, you know, but that's not what we're talking about. You know, we're focused on the stuff that, that the descriptive is like, well, that's one weird looking lady. You know, that's not what we're talking about. Song of Solomon is talking about Jesus, how he feels about you. Amen. Go to 6, 4. Song of Solomon 6, 4 through 5. Oh, mm. Oh, my love. You are as beautiful as Tizra, lovely as Jerusalem. Oh, listen to this. Awesome as an army with banners. Anybody, anybody in this church talk about spiritual warfare? At all? I know your pastor does. You are awesome as an army with banners. Y'all. He said, look at you, girl. You get it with your warrior self. Do y'all know what Wonder Woman is? I like Wonder Woman. She is my favorite character. I like her. I like her a lot. And I watched the Wonder Woman movie. I haven't seen the second one. I have it, but I haven't watched it. So I watched them and she's just bad, man. She's like, no, 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 no. You know what I'm saying? She is, she's confident. She knows who she is. Yes. You are Wonder Woman. You are awesome as an army with banners. Love this. I bawled when I read this. He's had me in Song of Solomon. I I told my mom I was talking to her. He's had me in Song of Solomon because I said, I want to know your love. I want to know your love. Because I was reading um, Ephesians 3. Right? Ephesians 3. So for this reason, I bow my knees before the father of glory. That's the part that talks about Being rooted and grounded in love, that I might know the height, the depth, the breadth, the length, the love of Christ. I said, I want to know your love. I want to know it so much. I want it to just ooze out of me. I want to know it. I want to be so in love with you. And he said, Song of Solomon. I said, huh? (laughs) Right? Right. I thought we were going to to Paul's writings. God, I mean, Paul, come on, you know. Said Song of Solomon. I had no idea this stuff was in there. Zero. Big goose egg. I had no idea. I'm reading this. He has me read every morning. One chapter, Song of Solomon. Usually like ESV, some things I like the New King James better. Oh, verse 5 says, turn your eyes away from me, for they have overcome me. He's talking about you. No. Yes, you. And there you go, hair's like a flock of goats, but that just means it looks really good. (laughs) Means you ain't thinning, girl. You're doing good. You You start speaking that over. My hair's like a flock of goats, Jesus. It just, I don't thin. I don't fall out. I just flow. (laughs) You've ravished my heart with one look of your eyes. Turn your eyes away from me for they have overwhelmed me. He stopped me and said, that's how I feel about you.
0: You know what I mean? Like,
1: I'm I'm just saying. I said, really? He's like, really? I came, I died, I'd do it all again. Just for you. Wow. For me. He's your husband. You're the bride of Christ. He makes you look good. You ever 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 seen somebody walking down the street and they look like a good couple and say, oh, he makes her look good. Or she makes him look good, you know what I'm saying? But he compliments you. And when you find out who you really are in him, when you get intimate with him, when you find out who you are and how much he loves you and how he feels about you, you have confidence and you find your purpose. It's who you really are. Go away with him. Okay, go to Song of Solomon 1. So good. Worship is intimacy. Intimacy has been skewed by the enemy. It's been skewed by the world. It's been jacked up, messed up. Not meant to be. I was telling them last night um, that we sang this song, um, y'all know, The More I Seek You, The More I Find You, right? There was a 70 grad singer singing a version of that song, and she sang, Because you could love me more in a moment than all the lovers could in a lifetime. And I was like, That's really true. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, this girl has been with Jesus makes religious people so mad. We sang at my church and people got up. (laughs) Making sure they know you left. Go on. Go on with your bad self. Don't find him. Yeah. Don't know him. Yeah. Come on. Form of godliness? Denying that power, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. For your love is better than wine. It's intoxicating to be with Jesus. You will get lost in his presence. What else is wine in the Bible? Anybody know what it symbolizes? The Holy Spirit, woo, better than wine. Your anointing oils are fragrant. There's anointing when you spend time with him. That's where your anointing comes from. If you're dry as a bone, maybe you need to get alone with Jesus. Your anointing oils are fragrant. Your name is oil poured out. That's why when you say Jesus, healing comes. That's why when you speak his name or call out his name, something happens because it's oil poured out. My, 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 his love is waiting. And the more of the new wine of the Holy Spirit you get and the anointing there is, he's there. Go to the secret place and get where you were meant to be. I love that last song. I love that you talked about communion yesterday because we were singing that song. Oh my goodness, this is the garden. We were meant to be in the garden. We were meant to know him. We were, thanks a lot, Adam. Yeah, but I mean, somebody would have messed it up. We were meant to walk with him in the cool of the day. That's why it feels so right because you were meant to be there. And that's why the enemy tries to keep you out. He don't want you, he don't love you like that. You've just done this and you've done that and your family's like this and what did you do last week? And shut your yeah. face. That's right. You find who you really are in him when you go away with him and he wants you so bad. All right, number two, you need to know who you are in him. Who am I in him? You only find it by going away. You don't find it by a book, 10-step program. Your pastor can't do it for you. Your parents can't do it for you. It's not gonna happen. You gotta put in the work. Yeah. Work. I thought this was about grace. Any relationship is work. You take the time, you make the effort. Yeah. And it's so good. Like y'all. I ain't mad. I'm spitting. It's so good. <laughs> Song of 2. Oh, quick question. Who's the Rose of Sharon? Anybody? Anybody know who the Rosa Sharon is? I thought Jesus, right? Forever. My mom and dad, my birth mom. My birth mom passed away when I was little. And then seven years later, my dad married that foxy lady. <laughs> but my birth mom sings. She sings. She's still singing. She's just not here. <clears throat> and I sound like her. Like, I didn't know it. I heard a recording from back, and then she's like, Can we run that back one more? And I said, Ugh. You know, it's just weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it sounds just like me. She was real low. Dad was the tenor. He was like, Hee-hee. You know, but <clears throat> Pastor can sing. His voice is a little lower than he used to be, but he can sing. But they sang this song Rose of Sharon, show me how to grow in beauty in your sight. It was Daystar, It's old 80s. 80s songs. So if you don't know it, I mean, there's probably reason. But I always thought Jesus is a rose of Sharon, right? No. Check it out. Verse 1, a song of Solomon 2. I am the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valleys. Me. I am. Verse 2 says, he's talking to you now as a lily among thorns. So is my love among the daughters. Wow. My beloved is mine and I am his. Verse 16, sorry. Skip down to verse 16. My beloved is mine and I am his. He feeds his flock among the lilies. He wants to be with me. I'm a sheep anyways. He feeds me. He wants to be with me. And he thinks I'm beautiful. I show mom, I was looking and it, it, Rosa Sharon in that context was translated because they didn't know how to translate it. And so it really means a flower of the valley. And one of the Rosa Sharons of Israel, if you look it up, is this beautiful white flower. And I bawled. Again, I just bawl. I just cry because I can't help it. Like, I don't apologize anymore. Just, I'm sorry, i just, Jesus, It's so good. You know, and I just, I don't care. I don't care. Not for you. Not for you. Sorry, not sorry. I'm not. But I was like, me, you made me white. You made me clean. You, your blood cleansed me. This is what you did. You see me as beautiful. I saw me as jacked up. I thought I was a dandelion. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I ain't no dandelion. I am the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valleys. So even if I'm in a valley among thorns, I stick out because of what he did for me. Not because of me, because of what he did. My, my. That'll change your opinion about yourself when you start seeing him how he sees you. And the only way you're gonna do that is to get away with your man. We're the Rose of Sharon. We are powerful in him as well. I love this. Okay, so I know the pastor Greg was talking about weird things we just kind of skip over, whoop, you know, like the Nephilim. I was like, okay. You know, like for forever, like forever. And then he comes to church and my mouth was like, huh, because he came to a power-up Sunday, right? My husband's like, your mouth is open. You know? And it was, asked mom, I was like, And he's like, so when they died, you know, they didn't hang and go to heaven. They didn't go to hell. They just kind of hang these are the demons. And I'm like, are you hearing this? You know, I'm, I'm like, ask mom. I was like, mom. So then of course I'm like, the Nephilim, I'm not going to study out the Nephilim, you know. And so I started watching the Truth Revolution. And, and I, got, I was trying to look for Babel, you know what I mean? So, so I found it finally. I watch them all, I'm telling you. <laughs> like, so if y'all see my quotes, it's because I'm like watching late church stuff. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> screenshot, you know what I mean? <laughs> Facebook, you know, Insta. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm digging it because it's some heavy revelation, so I thought, you know, Song of Solomon, God's got me in Song of Solomon. I'm reading this, and I thought, that's weird. Maybe I should look into it, right? You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, Pastor Greg says <laughs> that maybe you should look in. So I started looking into it, and Song of Solomon 6.14, after he's talked about who you are, all these chapters, and how great you are, He talks about her coming away again. The whole chapter's like, come be with me, come be with me, come be with me. Chapter, the whole book. That's not what I meant. Book, get it right. So Solomon 614 says, what would you see in the Shulamite? Again, that's you. As it were the dance of the two camps. Weird verse, like weird verse, out of place. That's weird. No, not out of place. I asked him, I was like, okay, so what is this? What's going on? He's like, where do you live? I said, Holland Lane. No, that's not what I meant. You know what I mean? He goes, Where do you live? And I said, Well, I live in this world. He's like, But where do you live? I said, I am seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Two camps. I'm in this world, but not of this world. But I'm seated with you. And when I dance with you, It's the dance of two camps, baby. I ain't got to worry. I ain't got to fret. I haven't got to wonder how I'm going to pay my bills. I'm not going to wonder how good of a witness I can be that day. I'm not going to wonder if my kid gets sick and the doctor says there ain't nothing we can do. I start dancing with Jesus. I said, all right, let's do this. (laughs) It's the dance of two camps. We're going to get it because I don't have to worry, fret, fear. I know who my man is. Who I am in him. the spirit and the body. Okay, so I'm in this world, but not of it, right? I war with him. He's talking about camps of war, right? So pastor gave me this verse and it fits like right in. We're going to the New Testament now. I know we all stay in the whole Testament the whole time. First Peter three. First Peter three, one through four. Some women shut down at like the very first verse of this. Don't do that. 1 Peter 3, 1 through 4. We need to say, hey. All right. Wives likewise be submissive to your own husbands, that even if some do not obey the word, they, without a word, may be won by the conduct of their wives. When they observe your chaste conduct accompanied by fear. Fear the Lord. Not like, ugh, but you know. Do not let your adornment be merely outward. And y'all look at tonight, just throwing that out there. The arranging of your hair, wearing gold or putting on fine apparel. Y'all, rather let it be the hidden person of the heart with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. Wow. Amen. This is who we become because he changes us when we go away with him. He changes us because when you listen... He'll tell you, tweak this, do this, just little steps. And you'll, you don't have to jump 100 yards. I'm like, okay, God. You know, he's wanting you, okay, take this step. Okay. Take this step. Okay. Take this step. Okay. Feels good to obey. Yeah, it does, huh? Go ahead. Take another, you know. And before you realize it, you win 100 yards. Yeah. Come on. Step by step. You got your lash extensions, your lip plumper, your contours on point, girl. <laughs> it's not the outside that's so important. It's the inside. It's the inside. How much time do we spend on ourselves all this? I get done sometimes, I'm not even lying. I get done sometimes getting ready and I'm finishing this up because that's the last thing I do is the lashes. And I just just mascara. I don't even know. Whoa, you know. <clears throat> Which you can, you can work it, girl. I'm fine with that. But I I look in the mirror. I say, Oh, I look good. Fearfully and wonderfully made. I said, Baby, I look good. I tell I tell my husband. I say, Good job. You picked right because I I'm looking good, right? Uh-huh. Have you ever heard somebody say, Well, I'm holy, but I'm a little hood. That is not the adorning of the heart. That is that old man coming out, you're trying to give a pass. Pass. Jesus loved me anyways. Pass. I'll be all right. Don't make excuses, make changes. And when you do it, you become more like him. Don't you want to be like Jesus? Who don't want to be like Jesus? Let him change you. Let him have the reins. As the Holy Spirit begins to speak to your heart, don't shut him down. We're like, eh, and turn up the volume. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You know what I mean? <laughs> Trying to drown Him out because you don't want to hear it. If you will listen to Him, <laughs> get away with Him. You will be a spiritual dynamo. And the enemy is so scared of you realizing who you are, he tries everything to get you not to do it. Your inward's always going to come out. Some people think they're fooling people. No. No. Sorry. Being with him transforms us. Okay, so when me and DJ got married, and we're very different, ask my mom, ask Pastor Greg, Pastor Karen, ask the Varnells. We're different. Why well, stayed with them? We're different. I am like, yeah, you know, like that's me. That's just, and my daughter will talk your ear off. I walked in and she was with Miss Rhonda. She's like, and so whenever you have the fairy world, then the fairy world, and then they have, the, and she's like, and how many sets of wings do they have again? You know what I mean? She's just so good, right? And I was like, Brielle, she's like, it's okay. We got juice. You know what I mean? Like, She's, that's, she's me. Like, she's little me. She's little me. Mm. Marie is moving here. Did y'all know that? My oldest daughter, she's moving here. She's moving to Oklahoma in the summer and she's gonna come to Lake Church. She's really excited. And uh, she's a DJ. She's DJ. She's kind of quiet. You, when you first meet her, she gets kind of crazy after you meet her. And yes, I'm talking about you, it's fine. Um, but me and DJ are different, right? And that's okay. Okay. That's Pastor Karen, even talked about that, and we had butted heads, you know. And I'm like, You ain't gonna walk on me. And he's like, Well, you need to listen, you know, and I'm like, You know, something like that, you know. But uh, it's good, it's good, honestly. Jesus puts us together, it's all good. And we, I love that man, I love him. He's very (laughs) wonderful. So we've been traveling together, you know, traveling together quite a bit, and we've been married for. 13 years, yes, in June. So we've been married for 13 years, and we were driving home actually from, I think, um, Woody's once, and uh, we passed this sign as a billboard, and at the same time, in the same voice, both of us said, boots and barbecue, just like that. And I went, and he went, ah, and we start laughing, right? Boots and barbecue in in an accent and everything. We rub off on one another. You want to be like Jesus? You ain't got to jump through hoops. You have not got to go through a 10-step program. I don't even like it. Just get with him. And honestly, be open to him. And you'll be more like him. Back to the Old Testament. Psalm 4. Six through eight, Psalm. It's the biggest book in the Bible. I love Psalms. Psalm four, six through eight. Yes, Psalm four, six through eight. Say, hey, when you get there. Hey, I don't like that. So there are many who say, who will show us any good? How many people are out there saying, where's the good in this world? Where's the good in life? I don't know where to find it. If you know, let me know because it stinks, right? It said, Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart more than in the season that their grain and wine increased. I will both lie down in peace and sleep for you alone. O Lord, make me dwell in safety. You have not got to fear when you're with him. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen. And you can show them the good because he is the good in you. He makes you who you are. Peace is custom made for you. Direction everything you need because your God is there. You have to go to the secret place. Don't be afraid because sometimes intimacy is scary. I mean, just period. He's going to see me naked. Come on, y'all. I know I got women in this place. I'm going to tell you right now, my husband does not care if my toenails match my fingernails. If he hears it, wow, 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 wow. I've been feeling trapped, baby. You know, he does not care. He's like, let me see your nails. <laughs> no, that's not happening. He doesn't care. He did not care if I come and I worked out, and I'm like, oh, he, you know, like he's like, oh, you've been going to the gym, baby. You know what I'm saying? He does not care. I've been really, really big. I've been really, really skinny, and now I'm in between. But he did not care. You care. He don't care. He don't even care if I shave my legs in three weeks because it's soft and it ain't prickly. You know what I'm saying? Like, insulation. (laughs) No, not all the time. Braid them. See, braid them. Beads. Come on. No. (laughs) But we care. We care. He doesn't care. Right? God does not care about the insecurities and the mess that you think he's going to see. He knows everything already. So you might as well turn on the light and go be with him. No, turn off the light, Jesus. You don't want to see that hard. And I'm not being gross, honestly. I'm really not. I'm telling you to open up your heart and yourself to him and let him be intimate with you because it's not worth holding back. It's not worth it. Don't be afraid. Last but not least, how to get in. How are you intimate with God? I had this much idea. I mean, don't get me wrong. How many of y'all love being in in his presence during praise and worship? The corporate anointing is legit. It's too legit to quit. Hey, hey. You know, I'm telling you, it is my favorite. I remember being little. I don't want to cry, but I might. Just letting you know. I remember being little and standing there and, and we're singing. Ready? Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Right? That's back in the day, which was a Tuesday. I'm just kidding. It wasn't Tuesday. So, I'm standing there and you're singing and I, my uncle Carl, if you say I can't sing to me, I might just say something to you. you. I do not care if you can sing. God don't care about your vocal quality. He cares about the quality of your worship and your heart. That's what he cares about. Yes. I got that off my chest. So you're standing there singing and I'm like, shout to, you know, I'm just like late. I'm 12, man. I'm laying it out because I loved it. I loved the presence of Good. I loved it. And my uncle Carl could not sing, was a drug addict, all that. got delivered. He had a lot of praise up in him. And he was a tall drink of water. He was real skinny and tall. And he'd go, shout to the Lord. Like, just like, you know what I mean? His eyes were closed as hard as he could get them. And he would start dancing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He had suit coats. We all dressed up at that point, which is neither here nor there. But he had the suit coat with the one button buttoned, and he would shake right out that suit coat like that, and it would go down his legs, and he would step out, eyes closed, had no idea, and keep praise. Not kidding. Not kidding. Did not care. Did not care. Did not care. His sister... She had tissue issues. She had issues. Bad. She had multiple personalities. She was a demoniac, and meaning she was demonized. She had voices that would speak to her. She was tormented. She was freed by Jesus. Every one of them spirits cast out of her, <laughs> delivered a multiple I'm telling you, if you thought Uncle Carl's praise was ugly, this woman did not care either, but it was a whole nother level. And that's great. I don't know how she could get back that far. I don't know how. But she would lean back. Yeah. Shout to the Lord on the earth. You know, just not kidding. Does she not sound just like that? Just like that. Shout, shout, shout. Just, she, I'm not kidding. Pastor, the other day, God told me, he told me, I'm telling you. So addicted to his presence. So about it. So about it. Wanted praise and worship to go the entire service. Loved it when it did. It's like somebody going to dance, somebody going to fall out. Grandma's going to rub her nose in the carpet laughing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Wanda Powers. Wanda Powers. You ever go to Glorious Bible Church? Say, you're the carpet nose rubber. You know, so the church carpet on her nose. Got a rug burn, weep right up their forehead. Did not care, got free, got free. A little more not caring. How to get in? Psalm 100. Psalm 100, four. Y'all, we're about done. I'm excited though. It's nuts and bolts. Psalm 104 through 5. When do they say, yeah? I love this. Thank you. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Not with your issues. Well, I'm up, Jesus. It's six in the morning. Like you told me. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Don't get up the first thing in the morning and go, here I am, God. Hit me. Right? Show me something. Don't seem to get anything out of devotions. Are you even entering in? Are you thankful? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much for waking me up today. Thank you that your mercies are new every morning. I know I messed up yesterday. It don't matter today. Thank you. I apply the blood of Jesus to that. Let's do this. Thank you for freeing me, for healing my heart. Thank you for giving me your word and a purpose. Thank you for the Holy Ghost. He is here right now. Holy Ghost, good morning. My, my, my. After you do that, let's go verse two. No, same verse, four, my bad. And into his courts with praise. If y'all didn't hear, and I'm telling you, I listen to late Church stuff. If y'all didn't hear pastors Leila and Bob talk about this verse, it changed the way I thought about some things because that word praise doesn't mean yes. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, yes, Lord. Amen. Where's my Bible? That's not what it means. Dance, jump, shout, hallelujah. Make some noise, get loud, because the king is in the house. I'm not a morning person. Me neither. Ask. I'm not. But you know what really blesses God's heart? When I get up in the morning and I don't want to, and when I don't feel like it, when I don't feel like it, and I put on a song and it says, unstoppable God, let your glory go on and on. And then about five steps in, he hits me. And you know, I just go. And I start, praise God. Oh, look what you've done for me. You're so good. Because honestly, his spirit will hook up with you if you're serious. That's a sacrifice of praise. It's not fun. Well. Sorry. Once you get there, it sure is. To spin, to jump, to dance, to sing, that's what it means. That's what that praise means. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Why? For the Lord is good. Woo, he's good. He's so good. He's too good. Too good. Too good. Mm. We got to enter in. So the sacrifice of praise, that's what clicks in the spirit. Chains fall off and there's overflow of goodness, strength, joy. When you get in there, you get strength. You are making waves in the spirit when you praise. It's like, coming from your house. Demon's like, shoot. Did she stay up late last night? Oh man, that make me nervous. Some of y'all don't have healing in your body because you won't praise. Well, I don't believe that. Stay sick. I'm sorry, but I'm not. The sacrifice of praise. Something clicks. Praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. It's how you enter in. You're there. There Now you're there. You are there through the gate, in the courts. And what comes next? The holy of holies. Where was the glory? The Holy of Holies. Did everybody go in there? Nope. You had to get in a certain way. Can't just come how you want. Can't just come how you want. See, I told you God didn't want me. Stop it. You are, He wants you to come in, He wants you to do it His way so He can get to you. We don't get like that with airlines. I don't want to go through this line. That one has blue barriers and blue is my favorite color. I don't want to go through this line. Ridiculous. Yeah. You can get intimate worship and I'm telling you, there's no place like this. It takes your time and your attention. And when you're there, it don't look pretty sometimes, but who cares? Who cares? I'm going to tell you, do it. Yes. Get intimate with him snot, tears, whatever. Yeah, right. If there's a puddle on my floor where I've been prostrate and I've been like, la, 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 love you so good. And he's doing something in here. Yes. He does supernatural surgery and, and you don't even understand what he's doing, but you get up different. Yeah. Right, come on. Listen, I can only be intimate with you in public. No offense. Who does that? I've had somebody tell me, well, I said, so you're having a hard time. I understand. I'm trying to help. I'm a leader. I'm, I'm a leader in the church. I'm one Pastor Lori's 12. And 12 leaders. We got 12 ladies and 12 guys. Sorry, I, I'll explain a little bit. So under me, I have life group people. Like, and I always told God, I'm never a pastor. Never. God, never. Please, just don't. No, I'm being honest. God, don't don't make me pastor. And in essence, I kind of am a pastor because I deal with the only thing doesn't help them. And I love them. And it, it's open. God, God showed me, no, you got it in you. But I saw what people, how people treated my dad. I still treat him sometimes. Some people bless their hearts. Bless your heart. And I don't want a part of it, right? But now I'm, I'm helping grow and disciple some ladies. And it's rewarding. It's so nice. It's so good. If we're called to make disciples. That's what will make you click. That's what will make you go. Like using the gifts and the calling. The calling, what are you called to do? You're called to win souls and make disciples. That's what you're called to do. But he'll use the gifts in you to help foster that. And you can build the rest of the body with it. It's, it's are you, um, Are you doing devotions? You know, questions. Okay. Are they good devotions? you just done. Are they good devotions? Well, I'm reading and I get something out of it. I'm like, okay, how's your praise life? Huh? it's good. I was like, okay. You, you, you praise God at home before devotions? Do stuff like that? Well, I play worship music all the time. No, I didn't ask that. I didn't ask if K-Love is on. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not asking that. No offense. And that's not bad. Listen to worship, definitely. But are you opening mouth and, and putting your body into action to show him, I love you. You're worth my praise. You're worth my worship. Are you hooking up and getting intimate with him? And they said, I can't do that at home. I said, why not? And they said, well, I, it's weird. I said, there's no one else you live with. Well, the dog's going to look like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. I don't. <laughs> you have got to. It would be like being in a relationship, and they said, you know, not, not now. Just wait till we get there to hold my hand. What's that about? Mom had a fiancé like that right before Dad. She was engaged. Uh, dad likes to take the engaged ladies. I'm just saying. He said, there ain't a ring. It don't mean a thing. But, you know. <laughs> Anyways. Both my moms were engaged. I want to make that clear. I'm sorry. I don't want to confuse nobody. But uh, they were unhappily engaged, and the Lord brought him along to help deliver them. So <laughs> anyway, she said it was weird to me that he would not hold my hand in, you know, when we were just together, but he would always take it when I was with my family. Weird, right? Just for show. Just for show. You can think you're fooling people. And you might. You might fool some people. But you're not fooling God. He wants you to be intimate with Him. He doesn't want you to be afraid of it. Isaiah 66, 1 through 2. Isaiah 66, it's right after Song of Solomon. You just say, hey. Got one, hey. 66, 1 through 2. All right, I got a hey, 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 all right. So heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you'll build me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things my hand has made and all those things exist, says the Lord. But on this one, I will look on him who is poor and of contrite spirit and who trembles at my word. Not broke, but broken before him. I want somebody I can mold, somebody that I can be with, somebody that can listen to me and fellowship with me. I want you. I want you to be this. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost now. We are his temple. There's no more veil. You don't got to travel to Jerusalem. Thank God. You are the temple. You're the temple he wants to live in, dwell in, be intimate with you. If you look back at Song of Solomon 2, 10 and 14, it says, My beloved speaks and says to me, Arise, my love, my beautiful one, and come away. He wants intimacy, intimacy with you, and intimacy, I can talk, with him changes everything. That's the journey he's taking me on. It is not pretty. And you know what he started telling me is, I'm a little nervous, but that's okay. I want that time to leak out. When you lead worship, I said, God, that is not pretty. Sometimes. Am I not supposed to be leading people? And he's like, I want it to leak out. And if I'm obedient to him, can signs, wonders, and miracles not flow while I'm praising him and just laid out? Some people are going to hate. Let them. I don't care. It is not for you. In fact, you can join me if you like. If not, well, you're
0: lost.
1: You're lost. Let him have it all because he has a place for you. He has a seat for you. He wants you. And as you're intimate with him, I'm telling you, I get on my knees. My default position when I get into worship is my knees. Sometimes it ends up being my face. There have been times where and it might not make sense to everybody. And he told me that people will not understand. Yeah. Yeah. I said, not for them. It's okay. I'll do whatever. He said, I want you. I was on the floor. I was like, face in the floor. I don't always ball. I don't want anything you think that he don't always just have me just soaked, you know, but soaked in his presence for sure. But I mean, and it doesn't always look cookie-cutter. It's not always the same because it's a relationship. What if you told him, okay, we're going to go on a date. We're going to go to Applebee's. We will get a two for 20. We will have the buffalo wings and you will get, no, we will split it. We will split it. You know what I mean? Like, We'll split the meals. Now we both get something. You wouldn't do that with your relationships. Let God be fluid with you. Let him speak to you. Honestly, you do this and be intimate. The word will leaps and bounds open up to you so you can walk it out. It's not just say that was good, Lord. That was good today. Yes thank you. I can't stand that girl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Come on. We're supposed to be more like him, right? Let him have it all. He has a place for you. And one of the biggest things, and I'm about down, I promise. One of the biggest things in our lives is the enemy trying to convince us God is angry with us or he's mad at us or we're not spiritually <laughs> enough so we can get in there. But it's a lie. It's a lie. He wants you to be intimate with him. Don't be distracted by life. Don't be distracted by obligations. We were talking this afternoon with Pastor Rebecca about being in devotions, and I said, "Why is it that I? I'm a clean person. I clean. I like. I like a clean house. But the one cobweb that I kind of noticed in the corner for the last week, and I'm doing devotions, and it's like, (laughs) look at me, and the air turns on, and it's like." don't care any other time. Why? Distraction. Get her distracted. Get her distracted. I don't do devotions on my phone anymore. To use music even. I don't do that. I use this. I have music on there because it's a notification. We've all done it, y'all. We've all done it. 20 minutes later. You're like, ooh. This is where I'm meant to be, me and you and you and me. I don't have to do anything. Already. Romans 11. You know what I mean? Make time for him. Don't be distracted. Make room for him. What you got to do, do it. Where you got to go, go there. Some people go to the bathroom. Nobody bothers them in the bathroom. They're doing business. But you can do business anywhere with God, not the other. No, don't do business the other way. Huh. I have been all sorts of places in my house to do devotions. But I found it's best to just be by myself. Be by myself. And my husband has a, and I'm, I'm closing this. My husband has a comic book room. He likes comic books. So he was really excited. When Pastor, we met him at Pastor Greg's house, and it was like, oh like this wall of like collectibles, you know. He's like, yeah, you know. So, he has this like comic book basement, our basement's a comic book kind of room. Half of it's Rams and the Duke stuff that's my father-in-law's cuz he lives with ourselves and I love you pop pop. And half of it is, you know, comic book stuff. And I'd rather do devotions upstairs in my living room that I decorated. You know what I'm saying? Like it's cute. Like it's cute. And I got my little light that I touch and it turns on, you know, looks all rustic. It's very cute. (laughs) Anyways, and people will be there. You know, they'll they'll just come. I mean, the kitchen's up there, you know, and it's distracting. So, you know, I don't care where I have to be. I can shut myself in the closet if I need to, but I'm going to get crazy with him and I'm going to get ridiculous. And I'm going to let him do what he wants to do in me because sometimes when he's doing stuff, you don't understand. You don't get it. I don't know why I'm laying on the floor laughing like a hyena and getting drunk in the Holy Spirit. But he said, you need to break some things off of your life and get some strength this morning for the things you're going to face. He knows and you don't. Yield, don't argue. Yield, don't argue. Don't, don't just say, God, I don't want to do that. I don't want to look like that. We went through what we call encounter. Encounter at church, our our church changed my life. And I told God, okay, God, I'm going to go through this. I'll do whatever you want me to do, I'll do whatever. Just please, not the ugly cry. You know what I mean. Everybody has an ugly cry. It is the most extreme and ugly thing that you can do with your face. It looks like this. You know what I'm saying? Where after you're done, like this, you know, I got confronted with what Jesus did for me, an encounter, kneeling on my knees, and they came and gave me a a nail about that big, and they said, every nail was for you, and I went, it was over, (laughs) ugly cry but I got a revelation of the love of God like I never got a revelation of the love of God and it changed me. So let him do it with you. Let him change you. Let him get you drunk in the Holy Ghost. It is not just for a certain service and Pastor Kevin Powers comes and he says three words that just hit you right and then you can let, let loose and be free. That's every day. First time I realized that the presence of God could flood my living room with just me and him, I was blown away. Not kidding, because I thought that's just a corporate thing. No. No. Let him have it. Dare to just punch the devil in the face and be intimate with God. Because you do it and it changes everything. Changes everything. Get in and be thankful. Praise him and then get on your knees. You can't get on your knees? Sit in your chair and close your eyes. Do whatever it is you need to do. Y'all stand up tonight. It's time for change. It's time for intimacy. It's time for a difference and a change to occur in your life. And for you to say, Satan, I'm sick of your lies. I don't care. God knows it all. He loves me anyways. He knows it all and he loves me anyways. If you're in this place tonight, And you say, you know what? I want to be intimate with God, but I don't even know that I have a relationship with him at all. Jesus said, he came to seek and save that which was lost. John 3, 16 is just as powerful when Jesus spoke it to Nicodemus as it is tonight for you. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 17 says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Isaiah said it, said all our righteousness is like filthy rags to him. You can't be good enough and good news. You don't have to be. It's not works. It's not trying to clean yourself up. It's not trying to jump through hoops. It's not religion. It's a relationship with him. And if you're here tonight and you've never accepted Jesus, you don't know what it's like to have a relationship with God tonight, it can all change for you. Because Romans 9 and 10 spells out easy and simple because the gospel is not complicated. Said if you believe with your heart And confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart man believes, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. With the heart he believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made to salvation. What's righteousness? It's not a $3 word. It's a word that means right standing with God, right relationship with him. If you feel empty and broken and don't know that you've ever said, Jesus, I don't just want to accept you. I don't just want you to be somebody I know of. I want to follow you. Forgive me. Take my life. Take my heart. I want to be intimate with you like she talked about. I want to know the creator of the universe like that. I want to know your voice. If that's you tonight and you don't know Jesus, Jesus, Take a step out from where you are and come down here and we'll introduce you to Jesus. If you walked away and you did your own thing, it's time to come on back. He's not mad at you. He's madly in love with you. He's not saying you made your bed, now lie in it. He's saying, come be with me again. I just want you to come home. I want to start over. It says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 9. If that's you, come on down. Tonight it can all change. I'm not gonna beg, I'm not gonna plead. It's up to you, but it can all change tonight. If you need, if you have problems with intimacy, and intimacy with God sounds scary and hard because you've been hurt. You've been hurt by relationships. Maybe it was your mom or dad. Maybe it was an uncle. Maybe it was a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Maybe, who knows what it was, but come on. If if you've been hurt and you want healing so you can be intimate with your God, he wants to heal your heart tonight. Take a step out from where you are. If you want prayer tonight, you come on down. We're going to do it. And God's going to change everything because when, when He touches your heart, touches your life, everything changes. Everything changes. He can love you more in a moment. In a moment. In a moment. Come on here. Come on here. Solo lovra gaya sitia la la nyanon vrongo. Tili adalalaram rangaya sitia nanakias. Kitio solo lovrangaya si. Hata halai, hono non vrongondo, sala salayakaya sa yata angasi. Pushed aside, pushed away. Told to wait just a minute. He's never going to do that to you. He's not gonna do that to you. He's not gonna say, not now, not now, not now. And the broken pieces of your heart are being mended. (laughs) Mended. For yes, I have a plan and a purpose for you. It's not what you thought or what you said you might do. It's what I've said and what I've purposed and planned. And if you'll go there and if you'll take my hand, you'll see how amazing the walk will go. You'll see how life can be and you'll move and you'll flow with me in fire and power that no one will doubt. For I am healing you from the inside out. Every bit of the past no longer will hold. And instead of timidity, you will be bold. You will see my hand everywhere that you go and you'll move in the Holy Ghost and in his flow. And even those things that you thought, oh, my God, how can this change? And you just shrug and nod. It won't be that way any longer. You'll see for the fire of God will ignite in you and you will begin to say pew, pew, pew and shoot the enemy down and laugh and dance and sing. For joy shall return from the throne of the king to your heart. And you'll say, hey, this is how it was meant to be. Every single day, go ahead and drink it in. Don't, don't hold it back. You can dance, you can sing, you can go on and laugh because you know who your God is. You know that you're free. So healing is yours. And as you come with me, you will hee, hee, ha, ha, and you'll ho, 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 hee, and you'll begin to watch the enemy flee because he won't know what to do with you. As you look at him, you laugh and say pew. Pew. Ha-ha, ha-ha-ha, for your joy is your strength. And the enemy, ah, he's just a rat fink. He's got to go. He can't stay. And as you begin to praise, you'll see I'll make a way where there seemed to be no way. Healing. From the top of her head to the core of her heart. It's a brand new day. It's a brand new start. In Jesus name, behold. True. Jesus name. Bijo, show to see
3: aquí. Quiliataia Sara. Mm.
1: Thanks. I don't stink, huh? That's good. I rebuke harassing spirits that would come to your mind and that would even now say, you're not going to get what you came up here for. This ain't going to happen for you. Come on, girl. You might as well just go sit back down because this ain't doing any. You go in Jesus' name. You are not allowed to speak spirits of accusation and of accusation. Oh, you, you accuser of the brethren, I rebuke you and you leave now. Oh, and the peace of God floods your heart. And this is a landmark moment for you because he said those things that you went through, those people that hurt you, those people that don't deserve forgiveness, you release. you release, you release, you release. And I will bring healing even now to your heart. You let it go. You say, God, heal my heart. Take it right now. I'm not hanging on to it any longer. And he said, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that's what I want. That's what I want to hear. So tonight, change, different with a new fire show show landa langa rida intimacy mm mm oh no and it's not scary it's glorious and you're gonna find it like you never had before and signs wonders and miracles and so much more will come through you and those harassing voices, you tell them, shut up and go on. As you begin to dance in the spirit, <laughs> as yeah. you begin to step on, that's right, move, that's right, that's right, do it, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him,
0: praise him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs>
1: My, my, my. Somebody got some freedom. My, my, my. Is it good? Is it good? Anybody need healing tonight? Anybody need healing their body? Anybody else? You healing your body? All right. Our God's a God of power. Songo, Tolo, Ranga, Saya, Siki, Tala, Handi, Sodolo Kias, Kili, and Taya Sandolo, Kono, and Rongo, the Solo, Kili, Atiyah, in Jesus' name. Behold. 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 Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha Let it go. <laughs> That's it. Mm. Don't pick up the regret anymore. Don't let the enemy beat you up. All the way whole. Nothing broken. Nothing missing. Jesus. Name. Jesus name. Shh. mm 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 Whew. My, my. Solo, color randa saya, tilia, kaya, sahanda, laga, <laughs> soto of the gongo to solo condo. Just slip your hands up in the room one time. Ko randa salakia tandiatra kaya santa. Tolongovrung kongo comvra gongo solo lo covra daya sia. Niha lara saya ki hoto solo cumbra andaiasi. Lili tasi alaya katondo solo. Kika ya si. No rongo soto lo kaya santis. Karondo stolo kondo Congo sia. loco tia naya saka disia kiya non rongo tonon rosias kilianta 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 longo rongo sonto non ronga yasa kanda sia kanda sia kala haya sate gongo son khaya sitia kiya tolo for the enemy is so afraid of those who would enter in and find who they really are the enemy wants to try, but he's a failure. He's a failure and he's a liar. For as these women rise up as my princesses, my queens rise up, they are as awesome as an army with banners. They are strong and not in their own might, but in the power of my might. For it's not by might or by power, but by my spirit says the Lord. So know as you go into my presence, You get your marching orders, yes. You get your revelation you need, yes. But you get to be with me and I will show you things, great and mighty things, fenced in things, secret things that you didn't even know were there. Go there. Go there. Hmm. And you'll see as it were, the dance of two camps. As you dance with me, dance with me in Jesus' name. Raise your hands one more time and thank you. We magnify and thank you, Father. You're so worthy and holy and mighty and there's nobody else who holds a candle to you they pale in comparison. You're so great. Thank you for giving us your word. Thank you for giving us time with you. Thank you for opening the door of the Holy of Holies and allowing us in. Thank you for inviting us and calling us and calling our name. Come away, come away, and we'll answer. We'll answer, we won't be afraid. We won't care what it looks like. We won't care what we, what other people say, and they'll talk, but they're talking anyway, so who cares? Who cares? They're going to talk either way, so we're going to do all we want to run into you. And you'll change hearts and lives, not through who we are, but through who you are, as you make us more like you. We worship and honor you. We thank you for everything spoken tonight. We thank you for everything said and that you do what it is you want to do in us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Praise God.
3: All right. Hallelujah. So good, huh? Go ahead and have a seat. We're so thankful to have you here for the, the whole shebang. <laughs> she is like the beginning and the end, huh? <laughs> so good. And, you know, I have to say I am so thankful to see a generation that doesn't have to wait until their hair looks like this to discover who they are in Christ. Amen? Amen. Because I'm telling you, I missed out on a whole lot. It was the quiet, shy, behind the scenes. Thought I was being humble. Thought I was being obedient. You know, and then God set me in this house. <laughs> and, yeah, they don't let you be shy. <laughs> and quiet, behind the scenes. I just had this whole conversation out front. Because I don't do pictures, and I certainly don't do all costume and, and goofy, because somebody might talk about me, but I was in there tonight, so whoever took that picture, whose phone it's on, Montana, <laughs> be nice, be nice. No, I love this place. I, I have to be honest with you, can I have it just a second? We're already late, so whatever. No, it's good. It's, that's when the good stuff happens. The later it gets. Let me tell you, this woman will go for two hours after this. She will. It, she, I don't know when she winds down, but I have been with her afterwards, and takes a while. But uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know it's just um, oh I know what I was going to say my husband and I pastored for 20 some years and um, when y'all were starting this crazy Wonder Woman stuff the year that y'all did the Wonder Woman people were dressing up like Wonder Woman and everything and I said I could never go to that church I don't think I ever told you that. But I said, they do some crazy stuff. And then they they have their little fall festival. And they got their partners' costumes. And my husband, he's all about that kind of stuff. He would do it. Yeah. No, I don't do that. So I said, I can never. And when we stepped away from full-time ministry, uh, And we went and visited different churches, you know, fulfilled all those things that when you're a pastor and people say, you need to come and worship with us sometime. So I had my list of all the years. People said, come to my church. come. And we went to some baptisms and we went to this and that. And and so we decided we were going to come here on a Sunday morning. And so then they said uh, it was the Sunday that they were going to do the kids Christmas pageant. That night. And I'm all about kids. <laughs> that suckered me in. And so we stayed. We live in Cushing. So we stayed in Tulsa. Went to lunch. Hung out at Target. You know. What do you do while you're waiting for a Sunday night service? So, so then we came to the service. And I'm bawling through the children's pageant. Everybody else is laughing. And I'm balling and everything. And uh, so we left. We may have went to Bronx. <laughs> no, it's our thing. And uh, it's my thing. She makes fun of me. <laughs> but uh, he said, you know, we're going to Lake Church, right? And I said, I know it. <laughs> I said, I don't think I can be a wonderful Woman. <laughs> But you know what? Honestly, didn't you guys do some crazy stuff? And you know what? The year we came, Pastor got all serious. I was like, oh, I love him. So it's good. I'm good to be here, and it's good y'all made me look crazy. Don't be adding some stupid filter on that. I'm older than you. I'll take you out. I've raised a few. All right, so I'm only supposed to be up here. I'll get in trouble later. I don't care. <laughs> I was supposed to tell you we're going to take an offering tonight. I don't, are we taking it or are we dropping it at the bucket? We drop, it. Or we drop it in the bucket. So we're taking up an offering, and the offerings that come in during Wonder Woman are so that we can continue to do things like this, and now it has grown to where it goes to... Uh, the Dominican. Yes. And so, um, anything that you give tonight is going to go to take ter- care of a women's conference here or there, whatever, whatever, so that we can get things done. And, uh, big things are done from these conferences. And years and years ago, I was able to come and speak at one of these meetings before you called it Wonder Woman. And, um, this, this house understands women and the importance of us coming together and drawing closer to God. And every year, I can attest to the fact that we have drawn closer and closer to God. And I'm so thankful for the gift in this house. And she has, how many of you enjoy the worship? We're always glad when Candace shows up, everybody goes, woo woo. She has some CDs out there, and it has original songs. I don't know if you notice when she prays for people, she rhymes. And I know her mom is writing that stuff down, and then they talk later and say, this could be a song. So those are out there. So you need to avail yourself to those. Is Candice, do you take cards, or is it just cash? Oh, you, there is a square. Okay, yay. You don't have to find that woman that always has cash with her. I have one of those friends. Can I borrow some cash? So, <laughs> that is there available to you. And tomorrow morning, the doors are going to open at 830 at the um, Youth, Youth Center, Youth Ministries building. The new black, tall, beautiful building. It's awesome. Um, you know, we, we made them think it was their building. <laughs> <laughs> It's ours. We do whatever we want. (laughs) It is. It's so pretty. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, we're having breakfast up there tomorrow morning. Doors open at 8.30. We will feed you 9 to 10. We have an hour. Pastor Kevin was telling me what was on the menu, and he said, I asked him if there was bacon because I like bacon, And he said, there's 20 pounds of bacon. (laughs) So, do what? He is about the bacon every morning, even on Saturday. And my husband is going to come and have to cook for me and serve me. (laughs) He does that all the time anyway. But now people can see it, that he can do it. Yeah. So, is there, is there something else I'm supposed to say? I think that's come to breakfast, and you'll have from 9 to 10, and you got 30 minutes to make it from there to here, right? We're having service here, right? Okay, so you make it from down the hill, up the hill, down to here, and we're going to have another great time together. If some of you can stay out past 10, or I don't know how long it's going to take. Depends on how many people are here. If you could stay, just help tidy up tonight. Anybody that's here local that can do that, they would appreciate that help tonight. Amen? Amen. I didn't even pray, but amen. Good night. Get some rest. Sleep well in the name of Jesus.